Parallax Network production. This is the Rocky Mountain ATV MC Kiefer Tested Podcast. The podcast you come to for the straight insight on all things motocentric. Hard parts, bikes, gear, suspension, motor mods, and more. It's Kiefer Tested. Here he is, Chris Kiefer. Howdy, howdy. Welcome into another edition, another episode of the one and only Rocky Mountain ATVMC.com. Kiefer Tested Podcast presented by FXR Racing and REP Suspension. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate it. And of course, we appreciate you uh, downloading this episode and subscribing to what we are doing over here. Uh, very much appreciated and love doing these shows for you. So thank you very much. And of course, you want to do some shopping, go to RockyMountainATVMC.com. But first, before you just do that, go to KeeverInkTesting.com. Go to the RMATVMC banner. Click on that banner. It's the only banner on our site. And that leads you back to their site and gives you uh, just the freedom of whatever you want to purchase for dirt bikes, quads, gear, whatever it is, they have it for you. And, uh, man, they are a great bunch of people over there with great prices, and they ship on time, and they have a lot of stuff in stock. So why don't you just go over there and do that over on our website right now. Click on it, and it gives us a snippet of what you guys are purchasing. It really does help us out. So thank you for doing that. And you want to look better, like the man in studio looks really good, FXR. Racing, new Helium, and Revo line, 2024 line is out. Use the code KKMX35. Save yourself 35%. And if you're a lady, you want to shred like the dudes, or maybe even harder, I have a special code for you. Hit me up, chris at kieferinktesting.com, and I will get that to you, and you can look your best and kick the dudes' asses with FXR Racing. And you want some suspension done, mm, revalved, service, change oil, bushings, whatever. Mark and the gang over at REP will do it up for you. I just uh, did a whole test with Mark and the guys on the KTM cone valve, air, 6,500 inserts, all of that. You can check that out on the previous show. I did all that, and it's about 45 minutes of suspension goodness. And Mark can make your suspension work really well. So go visit them. REPSuspension.com and use the code KKREP to save 100 bucks off of your revalve. That helps a lot. And all of our other 2023 sponsors, Power Motorsports, Works Connection, Lit Pro, Blood Lubricant, 6D Helmets, International Vet Motocross Association, Dunlop Motorsports, a.k.a. Dunlop Tires, Pro Taper Handlebars, ScreenPrintingDone.com, Decal Works, Alpine Stars, Oakley, Best goggle out there, Oakley Airbrake and Polysport Plastics. Of course, you want to get some Polysport Plastics, you want to make your bike look better, go to Rocky Mountain. They have a whole kit there, and you can get that over there. And ETS Racing Fuels. I do have a code. It's Kiefer Inc. Holy shit, we have a code. You want to get, uh, what is it, 15% off some fuel, a drum of fuel, five gallons, whatever, MX-18, Extra Blaze. They got all different kinds of fuels. You want your bike running stronger and better. ETSRacingFuels.com. Use the code KieferInc. That's Kiefer, I-N-C, all caps, and uh, get that uh, discount code. So thank you guys for joining us. David Martinez, how are you doing? I am good. I brought my buddy David Martinez in here because this show is all about the 2024 Yamaha YZ450F. And, uh, of course, 
We could have just left this show alone because the 2023-24 is the same motorcycle. So you can go back to all of my other previous podcasts. There's many in the archives about the Yamaha. But I brought Dave on the show, known Dave for, shit, how old are we? Uh, since what, 25 years? About that. So Dave is a fireman right now for San Bernardino. No. Nope. Alpha Valley. Alpa, oh, so you're not a county? It's in county. It's in San Bernardino County. But Alpa you got to talk louder. It's no in San Bernardino County, but it's go. Apple Valley Fire Department. Okay. So you're America's heroes is what Greg likes to call you. <laughs> <That's> because, <yes. laughs> so uh, you buy a bike every two, two years. Yep. Two years. Yep. So we're going to discuss Dave and his bike and why he purchased a Yamaha and where he came from and how we got here because it took some coaxing. Yeah, it did. It just wasn't a nah. seamless transition, was it there, so Dave? The last, that last year of like, what are you doing? Right. But, hey, I, I love my wife. <laughs> and on these shows, you know me, like, it'll be like a topic. Hey, why is he 450? And there'll be other shit to talk about. But I've been, I haven't been sleeping very good. Uh. And Dave, me, Aiden, we had a couple guys went to Mesquite Motocross. If you guys are in Southern California and want to ride a good track, go to Mesquite. Really good ruts. Fun time. Oh, my God. It's so good. You're out in God's country. It's like so it's, good. It's quiet. I don't know. It's just really it's, nice. It's just fun. If you like desert landscape like I do. And you expect to have hard packed shitty dirt, but this is like East Coast-ish type of conditions. So we came back uh, yesterday from a two-day test slash training session. And, you know, I've been tired. And Heather has been ripping, like just ripping snoring at night, dude. I've been sleeping like dog shit. Uh, so I recorded. I didn't it's tell so you. so loud to where it wakes you up. Okay, this is what happened. So um, this is how we're starting the show. I record it because every time I wake her up, I'll just say, hey, babe, you're, you're, you're snoring. Yeah. No, I'm not. What do you mean? No, you're not. You're sleeping. How do you know what you're doing? No, I'm not snoring. I wasn't even sleeping. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. <laughs> I'm tired of having to lawyer up and trying to fucking convince her that she, what she's doing. So I was done. Last night, I had it. I fed up with it. I recorded her snoring. So what I did is I played this while she was sleeping. Hold on, hold on. This is Heather sleeping, by the way, everybody. Okay, so this is what I'm hearing, right? Just going for it. Sawing some redwoods. Yeah, she is. Okay, so I play this. I play this. For her. While she's sleeping, okay. while she's snoring, I'm playing her snoring in her ear. It wakes her up. This, right. Oh, hold on. Oh, yeah, she's not done. Okay. It wakes her up. And she goes, that's so loud. I go, yeah. <laughs> no shit. It's fucking loud. She still didn't believe you or now she believes No, you? and then I go, hello. This is what I'm talking about. She's like, oh, I can't help it. I go, I understand that. I'm not saying that you can. But, like, can you just admit that you're snoring? Be like, oh, sorry, babe. And then roll over and try to do a different maneuver. So my question to you, you guys remember, what, 16 years? Oh, no. Oh, yes. But together, twenty. Has she snored before? No. Okay, like this she's never like she just starts snoring. So I was thinking, are you sick or something? So I know this is a dirt bike show, but damn it, we got to have a coffee with the Kiefer's and we got to talk about some of these things because oh, it's no, been no. building, dude. I don't know if you guys are married out there and you guys have some and you've been married a long time. There's things that build. Oh, I know. And I feel like we're at a crescendo right now. 
Do you, does Oreo sleep with you guys on the bed? Oreo, see, here's nothing. So Oreo is old. Oreo's yep. our dog. Yep. So Heather puts him up on the fucking bed at night, mm-hmm. right? And then he splits Heather and I. Mm-hmm. So I can't get near Heather. Oh, I know. It's, so I'm out. Which is, it's fine. I get it. I call it the Great Wall of China. But like, I'm a light sleeper because I grew up with my mom being sick. My mom has multiple sclerosis or had multiple sclerosis. So I was always on the, the, the lookout trying to hear if she needed me at night. So anything at night just freaking wakes me up. So Heather, I'm up. I'm up now. Okay. So I'm up. I, I had to lawyer up and put this in front of her and, you know, for the jury to hear. So anyway, uh, sorry for my little rant this morning, and I just wanted everybody to know, if you guys have some kind of that problem, how do you deal with it? Like, how do you reconcile with your wife? Like, hey, can we just work something out? I had, I was this close to going to another bed. <laughs> and then she gets mad. Yeah, because, no. Don't, why you gotta leave? Yeah, yeah. Why are you leaving out of the bed? Yeah. Because I can't sleep. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm an asshole. I'm the asshole. I know. So if you guys think I'm an asshole or not, hit me up on my email. I, I, I need help. I need so would Stephanie, you would, would you ever leave Stephanie if she was snoring? If I have to sleep, yeah, I'm out. I have, and not, she don't like, care. I have to go to that room. Yeah, I would have to because I need to get sleep. In my job, I'm up all the time anyway. So I'm gonna come home. I want to get a good night's sleep. Ah, she's thank God she doesn't snore. But she says I snore, and then she stays up, and it's like the whole reverse. But all right, guys, sorry, I had anyway. to open the show with that because I just had that played that, and I was like, wow. So I, hopefully it doesn't get back to Heather that I played this. I'm not gonna say. <laughs> Because I don't know how stoked she'd be. Not. I don't think go you played well. me snoring on the hair? What the fuck? That would not go over well. <laughs> All right. So 2024 Yamaha YZ450F is unchanged from 2023. So in 2023, the Yamaha is completely new. New frame. Um, new engine. Let's just say new engine. Still has a the reverse layout backwards engine. Um, but everything about it is different. Um, when I first tested this motorcycle in Florida, when we did that shit, I think it's around this time last year, maybe a little bit over a year now, um, I thought it would be better than it was, honestly. And some of the Yamahas give me, got Yamaha guys give me shit because I'm like expecting it to be better than where we were in 22, and I really liked the 22. Like That was my bike. Yeah. Like, planted, motor was awesome. I didn't have to do nothing to it, nothing, and I just raced it. And it was really good. Sure, a little heavy, fat, but I didn't mind. Mm-hmm. So now we have a bike, a new YZ450 that turns better, um, is broader power, still has a lot of power, but is not as stable as it once was. Mm-hmm. It lost some weight. It got a little bit better in the corners. And now we're here at a bike where it's a little bit more finicky for me. This leads me to where you are, Dave. So Dave went out. He came from a 2022.5 or 21.5? Works edition. No, I had a uh, 22. 22. 22.5 works edition Honda. Yes. Which Dave and I have these internal battles with each other because I'll watch him ride. And if you have a buddy out there that you watch ride, you can just kind of see what they ride better on if you have the chance to ride different bikes. And Dave had that chance because of me. So I watched him ride. Um a Honda at this time when he had an older chassis Yamaha. 2020. And Dave needs help in corners, right? You're yep. an older guy, you need yep. help in corners. So the Honda was better for you. And I watched yes. you ride. I was like, dude, you ride the Honda really good. Right. So you migrated over from the older Yamaha to the Honda. And then you were on that for almost two years. And then now this new Yamaha came about. Yep. And you rode it with me. Yep. My bike. Mm-hmm. And watching you ride it, like, oh, shit, you ride this really good. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit more forgiving. So... Yeah. How did we get here? 
Well, you were out testing a couple weeks ago at Glen Helen on your 23YZ. Yeah. Yep. On my Honda, <clears throat> I got on your bike. You said you're testing clamps. Yeah. So we started riding, and I'm like, oh, my God, what am I? I had an epiphany. This bike is so fun to ride. Why am I riding my Honda where I'm getting beat to death? Right. No matter how suspension, bars, whatever you did to it, you could not make it good. Like, you spent a lot of money in, in suspension. Yeah, we spent almost two grand, basically. Yeah. I mean, thank God for you helping me out with that, and they did a garage build, but suspension, clamps, bars, and that's, you know, uh, ECU. And still the bike was better, but. So he basically rode a bike that I was testing offset clamps on the 23 YZ450. And, yeah. you know, Dave dumped a lot of money into his Honda. And all all you Honda owners out there maybe listening to this, sure, you can get a better Honda. Mm-hmm. And it's calmer and, and a little bit more forgiving. But you're never going to get the comfort as you will with this Yamaha. Even though this Yamaha, this new one, is still a little bit stiffer than the older one. Still not as stiff as a Honda. No, still way better than the Honda. So we convinced him. He went home. On the way home, Upset. I said, I'm done. Remember on the way home? I'm like, that's it. I'm done. So we had to talk his wife. Yeah. Well, first thing, what did you have to do before you had to get a bike, Dave? So <laughs> this is for all you guys out there that, that need to get on the ball. So this bit. is a backstory. We were engaged. <laughs> yeah. we, we broke up. Yeah. I hocked the ring. I hocked it. Oh, you did because you were pissed. Yeah, I was pissed. I'm like, that's it. We're done. Okay. I hocked the ring. Got it. So, long story short, we get back together. The ring is gone. I got to get a new ring. Did she ever ask for it back? She did. I told her I hocked it. <laughs> so, you did tell her? I did. I told her I'm straight up with her. That's awesome. So, <clears throat> we got the Honda. She goes, look. How much did you get for it? Well, uh, yeah. 200 bucks. How much did it cost you? 4000 You got fucked. I did because she, they said it was <laughs> blemished. When I took it, the guy's like, hey, it's blemished. I'm like, what? I just spent. <sighs> anyway, long story. But she said, hey, the deal was that before you get another bike, I get another ring. I'm like, great. No problem. So on the way home from Glen Helen, I'm like, God dang it. I haven't got the ring yet. Mm. But I, got, I can't get a new bike unless I get the ring because that's, you know, right. home life. But I have to have home life. Yeah, home life. Yeah. That's so, the real thing. So we started talking about the bike. I start, I, I, Honda, I can't ride it anymore. Got to clean it, sell it. Right. We, we call Power Motorsports. You did. Hey, yep. need, a, need a 450. I got one here. I'm like, yep. what are we going to do? So anyway, <laughs> the surge started. And yep. then uh, uh, I got the Yamaha. We bought it. I sold my Honda, thanks to Eddie. Yeah, and then uh, I went ring shopping. You got the ring, got the ring, and got what got she wanted, and I got the Yamaha. It's always a give and take. And she got the ring before I got the Yamaha, so it all worked out. Yeah, I mean, you had to. Well, gotta, it wasn't. You, I wasn't trying to do it. I just was right. like lazy to go look for one. Well, and you got a good one, so yeah, she's good. Sometimes she's, when we uh, when we have a woman, we need to do stuff for them if we want yeah. things that we yeah. need. Especially when it comes to dirt bikes, lets me do whatever I want. Yes. Whatever. So. So anyway, he's on a Yamaha now. Yep. He's back on it, and I uh, just brought him into the show just to kind of give him his, your, you know, your point of view to these people out here that are listening because maybe they're just sick of me telling them about what I feel about the bike. Um, but nonetheless, we're still going to do that here today, and I'm going to tell you guys some modifications that you can do to make your bike better that maybe you already have done, Dave. Okay. Okay. So if you're coming off of another brand, so let's just pick a. It's like like we already kind of covered the Honda going from the Yamaha. So let's kind of cover like if you're going from a Cowie to a, a 23 Kawasaki 450 going from a Yamaha, what's it like? So um, the Yamaha does turn a lot better than the Cowie or even the older version Yamaha. Um, I will say it is a little bit tougher to get into the corner because it's not as stable. We can work on that a little bit. And get it better, but you're never gonna find a 23, 24 YZ 450F that that 
is as stable as a Kawasaki 450 or a 22YZ450. You're not going to find it. It's a little bit um, less friendly on straight line, fast conditions, choppy, leaning on the edge of your tires. It just doesn't feel as planted as an old 22YZ450. Now, for me, that's a negative. For guys like Dave, 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 you're 49, B rider, 180 pounds, need some help cornering. Mm-hmm. This bike will help you. Yeah, it was good. So the I, Honda always got into corners really good. So yeah, that's what I'm asking. So from the Honda cornering to this, what's it like? It's it, Well, this bike goes in the corner more stable okay. than the Honda. The okay. Honda, if you're in a too low of a gear, it creates engine drag, and the bike starts, it loads Fine the chassis, up, yeah. and then... So if you go in, in a Honda, third gear into the corner, in the corner, then downshift, and that's it. Right, so Honda. you're busier, basically. Way busier. The Yamaha, it goes right in the corner. It's thinner, so yeah. it corners better for me than my last Yamaha. So it was a lot more. It's a lot easier, and it doesn't. It's a lot more stable for me. I'm not, I didn't ride the 22. Can you corner it as good as your Honda, or is it better? Uh, I think it's better. Okay, because you can get in the corner easier. I can get in the corner easier, and I can keep this back in third gear if I want to. That's a that's a great point. Like I can't. I like it. You can. So. Oh, I do. Okay. And you're on stock gearing. St- yeah, stock gearing. So out of all the 450s, for me, the, the lugability of the Yamaha is still the best if you want to run third gear. You can help yourself by running a 50-tooth rear. Yep. Think Eddie. So Eddie Larratt, my mechanic, for helps me do all these bikes, builds, and things over here at Kiefer Inc. He has the 24YZ450 of mine, and he's building it up. He's going to run a 50-tooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I mean... For me, the chassis is the most crucial point for me, and it, and in my opinion, it went backwards for stability, and I don't not gaining enough cornering ability to warrant the chassis change for me. I will say this: when I did go to Millville, softer dirt, ruddier conditions, I don't feel the extra rigidity as much as I do out here in Southern California. So I like that positivity, that stiffness when I'm loading it into soft dirt. Millville had that, and I just rode a completely stock bike. I mean, I rode over 100 laps on this bike before I gave it to Eddie, and it was, I had to stiffen the fork up two clicks. I ran 104 millimeters of sag, and I backed off the high speed a quarter turn on the shock and ran it, and it was good. A little bit of soft conditions for me in the fork, a little dive, but still easy to ride and have fun on. Yeah. Um, so if you guys are looking for an engine package that's easy to ride, you can mellow it out. You're on the smooth map on this thing, on the yep. Yamaha Power Tuner? Yep. I was on the hard hitting. Yeah. You said go to smooth, and it was great. Yeah. So don't be scared to slow this thing down a little bit. There's plenty of power to go around, so slowing this thing down will actually help you ride it, and it'll be easier for you to ride. Yeah. Um, now, as far as, like... The overall feel of the motorcycle, I would still say um, it it's coming from a 22YZ450. I still think it's not as pitchy. Um, it, it does have more holdup than the older bike, um, but I still feel like it could use a little bit of a stiffer setting up front. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the bike itself, when you do stiffen up the fork, just from experience for my bikes, that the bike does get plusher. I rode your bike the last two days against mine. Mm -hmm. And we had Dave set up with a 23.5 millimeter ride clamps. And that was really it for the chassis, right? That's it, yeah. And I had engine mounts, um, the FCP engine mounts, and then I put stock clamps back on my bike just to go see back and forth. 
and there is just a little bit more calmness leading into these corners. So if you guys are having a 23, 24 YZ 450F and you're and you experience some of these things that I'm saying, you can get this triple clamp and it will help calm that down. Adrian did a good job as far as getting a clamp that's not rigid and try to mimic some of that stock clamp feel um, without, you know, trying to get deflection. Because every time I go to a triple clamp, especially a billet triple clamp, um, just when you're on the edge of tire, it just deflects a lot and it feels rigid. You get more vibration. And, and this clamp doesn't add that much to it. So you didn't get a chance to ride my bike, huh? I did not. <clears throat> yeah, but I rode it. I've rode it before with the stock clamps. But last you, time I rode it, you notice more rigidity coming from the clamp? I have a little more rigidity in my bike than yours. Yeah. With the stock the stock clamps a little my clamps have a little more rigidity than the stock clamps. Right. But I think coming in those on the like especially going home on long straightaways, it's yeah. more st- stable. Yeah. That's why I ran them. So if you need a little bit of extra stability, um, you can go to a clamp. And that's the thing, that's what I kind of want to get in this podcast is this bike as a whole takes a little bit of more setup than the older bike did. Um, for me at least I need to get the chassis dialed in a little bit more to get a blend of more stability and trying to get a little bit more cornering comfort um, because it is precise once it's in the rut. Uh, but for me, from if point A to point B are the corners, you know, I need to be able to get in between there in a comfortable manner, and it's sometimes it's tough to do. Um, I just think, and it, and you know, this bike is probably going to win some shootouts this year. It won a couple shootouts, so it's it's not a huge deal. I just think it's a little bit step in the wrong direction for the chassis, as far as you know, comfort and a normal vet guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but on the flip side of that, it does help you vet guys, us vet guys, to to corner better. I, well, I like to. I mean, <clears throat> my twenty my twenty twenty, I just could not corner that thing. I second quarters anyway. Yeah, the Honda loves the corner. That's why I went to Honda. Yeah. I was nervous to get the Yamaha because I'm like, it's just not going to corner as good. And Mesquite has ruts all around the corner yeah. where I thought I was struggling. Yeah, I didn't start. I actually felt really good. So That's the first time you ever <clears throat> rode your 24 at a ruddy track, right? Yeah. That's only, that's only, that was only a third ride on the bike. So yeah. it was great. I had that's, no problems with it at That's all. something I guess I should ask you. Since I went to Millville and noticed it was better than I thought it was going to be, did you notice that since you've been to Glen Helen with your new bike and now you went to Mesquite, is it better there at, at Mesquite than it was at Glen Helen? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It was, a, <clears throat> I think suspension's broken now, one. Yeah. But um, the now I'm learning how to ride it. I yeah. can, second gear, third gear, I can do what I want. It's learning how to ride the bike. It makes, makes it more easier. Yeah. And the there's less engine braking on this bike than my Honda. Uh-huh. So, <clears throat> and I can keep it in second gear and it doesn't upset the chassis like the Honda did. Yeah. So, I was keeping third gear around every, the whole lap and I could just fine. Yeah. Anyway. That's that's impressive because I mean I tried to do that on Honda and you can't you got to downshift to second you got to go to second it isn't like third no um, okay so Yamaha YZ450F engine character is very free if you're coming from a different motorcycle this motorcycle on the blue side likes to spool up really quick um, so to control that to give you more of a linear power I really worked hard on some maps uh, those maps are up on my website. Um, and if you want to enhance that and you want to spend more money, <laughs> uh, there's always ways to spend more money here. But um, the Get or a Vortex ECU really does help. So I tried both of the ECUs on um, the YZ450F a couple days ago. And I have one Vortex that is mapped from Chad at XPR. 
which is nice, linear, and long. And that's when I noticed a lot when I rode your bike in stock form. Yours had a lot of what, 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 yeah. real snappy, even in the smooth, linear map. Yeah, compared to your bike. Yeah. And then I have my bike almost feels like a little lethargic compared to yours. <laughs> there was a triple tabletop coming out of a right-hander at the track we rode, and Dave's bike, I could get over it really easier, easier than my bike. But as the track got beat up, uh, worn down, a little bit more slick, my bike was easier just because it was yeah. easier to control. I had more traction. So comparing the two ECUs, if you're interested in that on the new bike, it does make quite a bit of a difference. Look at the Yamaha Power Tuner app is great. You can dial it in somewhat. And there's two ways to do that. You know, a lot of you guys just ch change the air fuel um, or the ignition timing, but then you never change the TH percentage, which is the throttle percentage. So there is a, a side to change that. So just make sure when you look at these maps on my website, that you look at the TH percentage numbers as well as the values within the grid. Mm. There's two things there. A lot of these guys that will listen to this podcast or see the grid will just input those numbers into the grid mm -hmm. and not change the throttle percentage. Oh. So that's actually very important as well. Did not know that. Yeah. Um, so the Yamaha Power Tuner app is great. It's just minimal. They, they give you a window to work with, but they're not going to let you go outside of that window and blow up your bike, right? right There's right. a lot of different reasons for that, and most of that has to do with lawyers. <laughs> so with a different box and you have a good tuner, you can get outside of those parameters, still keep most of the reliability. Sure, you're going to get down a little bit on reliability because it's going to rev a little bit longer, but, man, it really does help customize the power and allow you to really, like, open up the throttle earlier when you come out of corners, things like that. I wish you would have rode my bike kind of feel it because you yeah. haven't ridden with the GET ECU. So that's my point here. The stock GET that was sent to me was not mapped. It's just here's what it comes like if you bought it, and it's still pretty damn good. And yeah. It's really close to what Chad came up with for me. Although I have not gone out with Chad at all to test. He just dyno tested this Vortex and it was better than stock, so I kept it. Now that I got to ride the Vortex ECU and the GET system, they're fairly, fairly close. So I feel like I could dial in the Vortex more by going out and testing, but yeah. no matter what, you're getting a longer power, more rear-wheel traction, and less on-off feeling on low RPM with an aftermarket ECU. Mm. Are you going to get one? I really like my bike right now. I want to, but... You're so full of shit. You're going to well, get shit. I know you. Just like uh, you walked in the shop coming in here, and you're like, look at the Akrapovich. You're already... You're, you're yeah, at 1600 bucks, but you... don't have it right now. But you're going to do it. I mean, yeah. I'm OT's trying, coming quick. I'm thinking, how many shows can I pick up to pick this thing up? But, right. I mean, I want to get a, a, a Vortex. Look at... For you people listening out there, there is nothing wrong with the stock system. It's not. I love it. It is a great mm -hmm. muffler. If there was one muffler that I would keep on a bike, it would be on the YZ450F. Yeah. It works really good. It sounds good. I know. I love. That's Honestly, I think your bike sounds better. It does. My bike has a little more deeper sound than your yes. bike. But I know you're performance-wise, yours is a little bit better. But yes. an exhaust is not yes. on the forefront. Right? And I didn't know. You got a hydraulic clutch coming? When did this happen? Yeah. I uh, Power had one for me. Had one or you bought it? It was 200 bucks. Oh, that's easy. Well, he's 200 bucks. He had him. He had three there. He's like, you want one? I'm like, yeah. Okay. So let's talk about that while we're here. Um, yes, there is a GYTR option for you 24, 23 uh, YZ450F owners. So my 24 YZ450F came with a hydraulic clutch. I had another bike that lasted over 10 hours with the hydraulic clutch that I rode with Yamaha. And uh, 
it's really it's actually honestly I, I'm not a big hydraulic clutch guy I, li- I really liked it yeah and the pull is much easier than your cable yep cables get worn your, your pull gets changed over time yep gets hammered um, you will notice when you're on the hydraulic clutch that the engagement point is really far out yeah, so you have to lift the clutch out a little bit before. So you're litting it, you're creeping it out, and it doesn't engage until the very end, okay. which is not great for starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for me, if you are a finger on the clutch type of rider, do you have your finger on the clutch when you ride? Metal finger, yep. All the time. All the time. Guys like Aiden, the younger crowd, they they're full fisted. Really? They don't put a finger on the clutch. Oh, so us older dudes that have the finger out on the clutch while we're riding the whole time. Having that hydraulic clutch, you could have a chance to slip the clutch more. Oh yeah, because your finger is riding on, and since this this engagement is so far out, you're actually engaging it as you're just fucking with it with your finger. So you have to be conscious when you get your hydraulic clutch to really not pull that lever in a little bit because you'll engage the clutch and you'll just end up slipping the clutch the whole time. And I'm big on that. Like I suck at that. That's one thing I have a problem with is I fucking slip my clutch a lot to Dude. modulate my power and I smoke my clutches in six hours. Yeah, that's what that's what it was telling me. So hydraulic clutch, good options. Three hundred bucks. You got it for two hundred, that's that's good. Yeah. Um take it or leave it. I mean, if you're used to a hydraulic clutch and you're coming from a KTM, why not? Mm-hmm. Put it on there. Well Honda had had a hydraulic clutch. So. Right. Um I personally like a cable pull. Once I have a new cable and I have the right lever, um that's another thing. I mean, you got that works connection. I love it. But it you won't good. be able to use that on your hydraulic clutch. No, 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 I know. But I'm going to try hydraulic clutch, see how it is. Yeah. If I don't like it, I'm going back to this. Um, another thing before I move on to the leverage ratio on the lever, it's a bitch to bleed that thing. That's what, well, that's what I've, I've read. And I said, Eddie, we got to put this thing on and bleed it because right. the last thing I want to do is go to the track and have a problem and can't ride and I'd be bummed. You can go to Rocky Mountain site. They have an instructional video on how to do it. Okay. Um, which is pretty easy. Eddie uh, seemed pretty clear on how to do it. He so. knows. He's a mechanic. Yeah. But us novice mechanic yeah, yeah, guys, yeah. I need a video. Yeah. I need a visual guy. Exactly. So <laughs> they have one over there. But uh, when I went to Millville, Yamaha set me up with that hydraulic clutch, and there was air in it because as I was riding, it was getting hot, and it was super deep and muddy. Oh, yeah. It, my clutch was going away. Oh. I actually went to go pull my clutch, and I blew a corner because there was nothing there. Oh, wow. So, and then we bled it. It got better. Still... Wasn't great. And then now Eddie, we got home, Eddie bled, and he's like, dude, a big, one big bubble came out, and there you go. Okay. So you really got to bleed the shit out of them. Um, just know that. If you are a cable guy and you want to stick to the cable, look for the Works Connection uh, lever. You can get an Elite Perch, the whole setup, but going to the Honda S-type lever has a 26-millimeter ratio, which is a lot better for your clutch. It's a less on-off feeling. You get a wider window of engagement, and your pull will get a little bit easier. So that was important for me. I was on the ARC system. All the star guys were running 26-millimeter ratios, and I tried it, and I liked it. Eric over at Works Connection says, hey, my S lever is very similar, and it is because when I tried it, I went back-to-back, and it's nice. So um, did you notice anything when you put it on? It's a lot easier. Is it? Yeah. Pull-wise? Pull-wise. Okay. Um, I mean, not like drastically, but I could tell a difference. It was definitely smoother for sure. Right. A um, couple things about the mufflers. You guys want mufflers for your new YZ450F? A couple that I have tried so far. So a Kropovich, best made muffler there is. I agree. You will not have to 
repack your muffler in 30 hours. And I don't even know if you have to pack it then. Chad told me he had 100, and it looked, he took it apart and looked great. Right. I mean, after 100 hours. I've had over 30 on mine just thinking, oh, I need to pack it, yeah. and it was fine. Yeah. Um, but you will pay for it. Oh, yeah. 1600 That's probably a deal. That's probably with a deal. That's, yeah. that's my deal he gives me 300 Right. Yeah. So a Kropovich, that's what I have on my bikes, just because it makes it so long and linear. Let's say you don't do the ECU. You know, let's say you have the smooth linear map on the Yamaha Power Tuner app, and then you put this Akropovich on, your Yamaha will have more rear wheel feel. You'll get a longer pulley. And then to me, it's just a little bit more mellower and it's quiet and it's not as loud. Yeah. Um, but it's such a great system for this bike. Um, unlike a KTM where you put an Akropovich on the bike and it just gets too lethargic, this bike could use a little bit more back pressure, a little bit more of, um, I don't want to say choked up, but just a little bit less touchiness. And the Kropovich really does do that on the low end. So that's something that I noticed with that. Um, beautifully made. Yeah. And it, when it oh, changes yeah. colors, it looks unbelievable. <laughs> it does look good. Really attractive muffler. FMF makes a great system as well. Again, you will not be getting as much bottom end or excitement. Um, I worked with them on a couple different versions of their muffler, and I you know, kind of pointed them in a, in a direction where I think they should go. Um, so if I was you and you don't have a lot of money, a slip-on is great. Um, you get some performance advantage in the mid-range, but yet you'll take away some of that hit down low if that's what you want. Um, I gave my FMF muffler to Steve Mathis. He's a bigger rider, right? He didn't like it as much as the stock one because he wants that snap. Us normal guys that, man, I, don't, I can't handle all this power, I want it to calm down. So oh, yeah, the FMF slip-on really does help it calm down and increases the mid-range. So that is a good system to go to. I have a Yosh system sitting in my shop right now. I haven't put that on there yet. I'm looking to do that. We have a Pro Circuit one that's going to go on our 24 YZ450F now. We're going to try that let you know how that is. Mitch has made some really unbelievable mufflers for me on my Yamahas in the older generation. Man, it was really good. Yeah. So hopefully he did that with this new one because it has changed a little bit, but we haven't tried that. Um, and those are the ones that anybody can get? Yes. Okay. Because the one I had, the only difference was what I found out was the core. So you know how yeah. you can buy a production pro circuit, right? Let's say a TIE 6, and you have the insert in it with the spark arrestor. Yeah. And then everyone takes that spark arrestor out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's way better. No, it's fucked. Right. It's worse. Because it... Loses bottom end. Correct. So you need to cut the screen out, put the insert back in. It helps back pressure. But the one that I had had a built-in core already downsized without yeah. the screen. Gotcha. That was the only difference. Okay. So it looked cleaner, right? Um, but we're going to test those out here pretty soon. Thanks for hanging tight. Listen to these commercials. Save yourself some money. We'll be right back. ScreenPrintingDone.com. My dream is the world's most powerful t-shirt. Do you want to look good, but you ain't got the money? Trying to get some t-shirts made? Yeah, buddy. Go to ScreenPrintingDone.com. This is a t-shirt. You can get anything you want on that t-shirt. I'm about to show you guys how y'all can look fly. Your business name. That's my business. Your kid's name. Oh, Billy. Your favorite phrase, like, let's go, buddy, or free jailbirds. I agree. Anything at all. ScreenPrintingDone.com T-shirt printing business Mention Kiefer on your next order and get 10 free t-shirts That's what I'm talking about! ScreenPrintingDone.com It's tough these days to figure out what oil you want to run. There is so many out there. 
But just let you guys know what we run over here, Blood Lubricants. We run specifically 1040, and we go back and forth from the Pro Series oil and the Scorpion Blood 1040. That is the weight we run in all of our test bikes here in Southern California, and they have been wonderful company to deal with. They've been great for our engines, and we have had zero engine failures with Blood Lubricants. So if you're looking for some good oil, some good lubricants, Go visit them, bloodlubricants.com. Use the code KEFER at checkout to save 25% off for a case of oil. That is huge. And they have all different kinds of lubricants, uh, suspension oils, motor oils, all different kinds of stuff over there on bloodlubricants.com. So go visit them. Use that keyword KEFER at checkout and save some dough. Ride-engineering.com. You guys want to get some clamps, some bar mounts, some chain blocks, uh, brake calipers. Adrian over there at Ride Engineering has a lot of quality parts. And if you use the code KT20, that'll save you 20% off what he offers over there. So that's ride-engineering.com. And he is not only the guy who tests the parts. I mean, I help him as well. But he also has an engineering degree. Holy crap. So go check him out, ride-engineering.com. Use the code KT20 to save some money. Experience pure performance and exhilarating power with the all-new 2024 Yamaha YZ250F. The 2024 YZ250F is narrower, more compact, and lighter. Built to do one thing, go faster and make you a better rider. The 2024 YZ250F delivers more for 2024. New front and rear brakes, updated suspension settings, and aggressive styling. Take precision tunability to the next level with the Yamaha exclusive industry-only free power tuner app. And guess what? You know where to get those? Power Motorsports. Find your YZ and enter the victory zone at Power Motorsports. Get your new Yamaha from the number one Yamaha dealership in the USA. The pros at Power Motorsports in Sublimity, Oregon. Let them know you heard it here on the Kiefer Tested Podcast. Call 503-769-8888 and ask for the power price. The Kiefer Tested Power Price. I don't care where you're at in the USA, Maine, California, Florida, Washington, wherever you are, visit them, powermotorsports.com. Dress properly for your ride with a helmet, eye protection, riding jacket, or long sleeve shirt, long pants, gloves, and boots. You know what to do. Do not drink and ride. It is illegal and dangerous. Yeah, you guys know that time punishes you if you're not on top of your game. Look, I'm a competitive guy at 45. My kid is 15, and he is right on me every time we go out to the track. But you know what? You know what takes the guesswork out of who's the king for the day, who gets to talk trash on the way home? That's right. You can measure your lap times. You can reach your full potential. And, of course, you'll never guess where you're gaining or losing time. Go to litprolive.com. You can email me, chris, at keferinktesting.com for a discount code on one of their GPS receivers. Getting started is super easy with LitPro. Pick a GPS receiver, download the app, and add a subscription, and then you're on your way to improve your lap times, get a better result as your, you know, than your buddy. That's right, because there's nothing better than bragging rights when you're on your way home. You throw your guy a text. Who got the best of you, baby? That's right, I did. And you want to know how to do it? Lip Pro. Aiden and I have been on this for about a year now. 
super easy to use. Look, I am not a tech-savvy guy, and Lit Pro is super easy for me and Aiden to navigate, and uh, I think it would be a great benefit to you guys out there. So hit me up, chris at keyforinktesting.com. Go to Lit Pro Live. You guys want to see anything related to how to keep time, how to improve your lap times, what section you want to improve on, all those things and more over on LipProLive.com. You like to go ride? Are you over the age of 30 like myself? Well, guess what? There's an association where you can go racing and you have a great time. Five motos over the complete weekend. You can go to OldTimersMX.com, but they're going to change their name to International Vet Motocross Series. You can check them out here very soon, but several races over several months all over the western United States. It's going to be a fun time, and let me tell you guys, I just went racing last week, and it is a great time. If you haven't been out racing in quite some time and you're an older gentleman or a lady, they have plenty of classes for you. There's people out there that enjoy riding and racing dirt bikes just like yourself, but hey, you got to go do it. You got to go check them out. Right now, go to oldtimersmx.com, but again, we're going to change our name up to IVMX, International Vet Motocross Association, so go look for them, and if you have any questions about the series, hit me up, chris, at keyforinktesting.com, and we'll get you out there and having some fun, get some gate drops. See? That wasn't so bad, was it? About six minutes of your life, right there, saving yourself some money, on with the show. Uh, Okay, let's talk about... This is really a slippery slope. Oh, God. Engine mounts. Yeah, I don't know. 400 bucks, you said? About 400 bucks. Or 500 bucks for engine mounts? For something. That's the price. This I is got. where I get pissed off about the Yamaha a little bit. I didn't need none of this shit no. previously to the 20. You never ran it. You, like, I, you tried it and you got it like No. You always go back to stock all yes. the time. But I need a, a little bit more stability. Hence, like the KTM, I need more stability. So I'm going to try to soften something up so I can get more feel. Uh, FCP and Works Chassis Labs both have engine mounts out there, and I've tried them both, and they both work really well. Um, I'm spending more time with the FCP guy just because he's out the track, and I see him, and I can try it. But his mounts, as well as Works Chassis Labs, they're, they're similar feel, but more so on the FCP side because I have more time on them. It just calms the bike down. It, it like, glues the bike to the ground more. So when I came out to our sand track out here, and went back to back with them. Um, I just felt like the bike was more reactive without the mount. Sorry, without the aftermarket mount. And then when I put the aftermarket mounts on, it made the bike just stick to the ground a little bit more. So when I'm driving into a corner with bumps, the bike doesn't load and unload as much um, with aftermarket mounts. So aftermarket mounts just kind of sucks you down to the ground a little bit more. I will say this, maybe a little bit firmer feeling um, on the edge of tire. So I'm, I'll take that versus me not getting kicked around as much so I can just stay in my line. So if you guys are looking for a little bit more of a planted feel, yes, the mounts do help. Yes, you will pay for it. Yes, I'm sad <laughs> that you have to buy them. But nonetheless, it does help to make the Yamaha of a friendlier bike to ride when you want to go fast. Do I think... Every guy needs them? No. I think the bike turns fine. If you're not going fast enough to get, you know, def- deflection or you can't feel that anyway, don't do not do it. But if you do want a little bit better planted feel leading in the corners, this does help. 
So, do you notice any of that, like, with yours, with your stock no, mounts? No, I mean, because it's way better than my Honda. That's all I know. Yeah. So the bike's way better than the Honda. So that's all I care about. <laughs> that's all you care about. I mean, it's it's fun. The bike is fun to ride, and it goes in the corners. Glen Helen, where I ride most of the time, it gets choppy coming the corners, and the bike is completely different than the Honda. It's more forgiving. It's just way more forgiving. I mean, it's actually joy to ride. I get off, I just sit to be pissed. Yeah. All the work, money I put in that Honda, and I love the way the Honda feels. It looks great. What sucks about the Honda, it's not a Honda podcast, but what sucks about the Honda is like when it's soft and ruddy or when the track is decently moisturized. I like that word. Moisturized. Uh, the Honda's great. Yeah. Really good engine. Love the engine. Cockpit, you can't beat it. Yeah. But it's just stiff. It's just stiff. I think we're going to have a better one coming out in 25. Well, that's what you said. That yep. was my plan, just to stick with this bike, my previous right. Honda. Just hold on to it to see if get a 25. Honda come up. But I'm like, so I can't do it. We'll see what Honda comes up with. But nonetheless, the Yamaha, I think, will get better over time, even though we did not see any revisions on the 24 YZ450F. 25, I think, will have some revisions. Um, I think maybe some, maybe some engine mount updates, maybe some kind of frame update or something, but... I think they're going to really do something to try to calm it down a little bit because they are getting some heat from other riders who say hey, it's, it's a little bit rigid of a feeling. Um, a couple things I want to note, maybe you can add to this too, Dave. Uh, the seat's fucking atrocious. Yeah. Dude. The stock seat. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, I ride a lot, and I, I ride a lot. Yeah. And oh, I, I don't get monkey butt or my bones hurt yeah. or my butt bones. But, dude, the way the seat shape is on the YZ450, yeah. it is, dude, It I can't ride after two days. It's like round. It's yes. Like, it's not flat. And it's, it's skinny round. round. Yes. Right? Exactly. So yeah. my butt bones are on the edges of the, of the seat. So I get monkey butt. Maybe you guys are noticing that when you switch to the Yamaha. So there is an answer to that that spends more money coming out of your wallet. <laughs> yeah. Shocking. Shocker. Flat guts foam. Yep. Makes it flatter and wider. And you can, you can get the density that you want, but he makes a flat foam so it fits your ass cheeks a little bit better. Mm -hmm. And let's face it, I don't have a big ass, and it's still bothering me. So maybe the bigger ass would be better for the stock seat. But regardless, if it does bother you, um, a flat seat from Guts, as well as Seat Concepts, mm -hmm. they make complete seats. So it's a little bit more expensive, but uh, they ship you complete seats done, which is seat, nice. With a seat cover on there already? Base, yeah. everything already done. Mm -hmm. But if you're just looking for a foam and a cover... Uh, Andy and uh, the girls over there, some hot girls over there that work over there. Just want to let you know that. Uh, we'll take care of you with a flat foam, um, which we have on our bikes. Now, you got one. Yes. You, what do you think? I love it. Better? Yep. So I rode my bike twice. <clears throat> I'm sorry, the first time with a stock seat. Yeah. You say, you got to try this. So you gave me a seat. Yep. I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a big difference. Yeah. I kind of bugged Andy a little bit when I had this. I'm like, dude, are you making anything? He's like, not yet. I'm like, you got to do something because yeah. you'll sell a lot of them. Yeah. And it just hurts my ass. Yeah. So you got to fix that up. Mm -hmm. um, so that is one thing. I'm a big pro taper guy. As you guys know, they're the advertiser on the show. It's just I'm an SX race guy, which is mimics the stock bar, but you will get more flex with the pro taper Evo. Dave, you're on a race team band, which is like yes. a 996 replica. Yep. Dave likes his bars longer at 811. I'm not into that. I like 800. Can you tell the difference when you ride my bike? So I haven't tried your – I want to cut them yeah. and just see. Yeah. Well, you rode – sorry, I got to fix this here. Uh, you rode the stock bar. I did. Do you like that? I did. 
So that's 800. Okay. Um, that's so minute. Well, it's 11 mil. You think 11 millimeters ain't nothing, no. right? But I mean, I've cut down to from 811 to 803, and then we've shaved each bar in down, and it's literally, it looks like a sliver. Yeah. And you're like, you're fucking stupid, Kiefer. Yeah. You can't feel that, but it feels huge when you ride it. When I just did a KTM 350 versus 450 video yeah. a couple weeks ago, yeah, I had one bar that was cut, and I do this on purpose to see if people can feel it. One bar that was cut, one bar that was just stock, you know, production width, and a couple guys noticed, ah, the bars are wide. I'm like, huh. I go, wide as in you like that or wide as in you don't like? They're like, I feel like I can corner better on the shorter bar. Yeah. So you would think I don't have the leverage, right, so I can't corner, but it actually helps you where your elbows are placed when you're seated. It helps your bars, I'm sorry, it helps your arms and your elbows to relax, which gives you a better cornering feel. I'm not sure. That's what I've come up with. And, and I've done many tests when I was at Honda and Yamaha and things that – we had different bar bends and shapes and sizes and widths, and it was always between 800 to 803 was the most unanimous decision, like this is the most comfortable. Well, I got to try it. I have, not, I have not tried it. So next time I put grips on them, I'm just going to cut it and see what happens. Most of Renthal's bends are long. Okay. Most of Pro Taper's bends are shorter. Oh. So you do have the occasional Pro Taper that's 811, 813, but most of Renthal's Bar bands are 803 up. So if I'm on 803, I'm like, whatever. I'm just going to leave it 803. It's not a big deal. It's pretty close. Um, but I think anything over 6 millimeters, it needs to be cut. So okay. that's just my POV yeah. here. Uh, I did go to my race team bend bars as well. Yeah. Race team. That, 996 I, is a good. And I like I like that bend. It feels good. So 996, the race team bend is a 92 height. And what I'm on is an 87 millimeter height. It's not that much difference, but I have more sweep mm -hmm. in my bar than you. Your bar is really flat. Yes. So for me, I have to roll that back a little bit more if I have a flatter bar to help me corner. Mm -hmm. um, if I have a little bit of sweep in my bar, I can roll my bar up a little bit up and it helps me corner. So depending on how flat your bar is, is where you kind of roll or, you know, go up or down and roll that bar, you know, in and out of that bar mount. So, yep. Um, Things that I I would do to your bike right when you get them, I would take the MX33s off. You yeah. still have yours on? Yeah. I'm out on the front I'm tire. Getting in, I'm getting in uh, after this 34. ski ride. I'm getting 34s, yeah. So MX34 tire. Dunlop did a good job of updating their front tire and their rear tire, but for me, the front was the most important. I still have a bunch of MX3s that I like to run. If you can find them, great. I understand you probably won't be able to soon. Uh, so the MX-34 is a lot better than that 33. If you're like, Kiefer, you're emailing me. You're like, I can't corner my Yamaha, you know, da-da-da-da. I'm like, man, have you changed your front tire? No, I still got a 33 on there. It's six hours old. I'm like, yeah, fucking chuck it. <laughs> it, it sucks. Yeah. You think, oh, it's just a front tire. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the 33 will wash out. You I don't know how many tests I've done leading into a shallow rut. And, okay, and if you have great traction, good for you. You can go tell me to suck it. I You don't need it. Yeah. But if your traction is minimal and it's scarce, a 34 is much better. And I've tried 33, 34 back-to-back, -back, lean into a corner, and my 33s wash quick. 34s don't wash as quick. So you have more leaning angle. Softer compound? It's a softer feel. I'm fairly certain that the compound is a little bit softer, which means people are going to be like, oh, I'm going to chunk my knobs. Maybe. No. 
Maybe you will at 10 hours, but I want traction within those 10 hours. Yeah. You don't want to chunk your knobs and have shit traction? Go ahead, bro. Yeah. Have at it. <laughs> yeah. It's like a Pirelli. MX32 Midsoft, great tire. I like that tire. Not going to last you. The carcass is going to break down. I just had this conversation with someone at Mesquite. They're like, I love that front tire. I'm like, I do too, man. Like, I love a Pirelli MX32 Midsoft. But after three hours, I got to raise the pressure because the carcass is breaking down. And it doesn't feel the same. Like brand new, they're, they're awesome. They're actually, in some areas, they're better than the Dunlop. Yeah. So, but you just got to keep on them. Yeah. So if you can get free tires, or if you got cheap Pirellis that you can get them cheap, good for you. Do that. Anything's better than that MX33 front. I'm out. What about Maxis? The Maxis Max Cross ST. Yeah. It's it's okay. Okay. Um, would I take a 33 over a Max Cross? Maybe. No, I wouldn't. I would take a Max Cross. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I would take a Michelin Star Cross 6 over MX-33 front. Wow. But not anymore because Dunlop 34, it came out. We're here. We're living in the now, Dave. Oh, I love them. Um, what else do you think about your bike, Dave? Talk to us. It's just fun to ride. It's a lot more enjoyable. Would you recommend someone to get the Yamaha? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's not too much bike for you. No, it's not too much bike. It's the... It's so much use. It's user friendly. You have the map. I keep track of how many hours I have. It's all built into the mapping on yep. the bike. I mean, right off the bat, it's so fun to ride. Easy to ride. The mapping is easy to con- smooth, hard hitting, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, I put clamps on my bike just because I I rode your bike, so I got to feel it. It is more stable, especially going Helen. So I like that. It's a little more rigid, but nothing is as rigid as the Honda was. Yep. So so for me, it's a win win. But. Uh, Going off the clamps, too, I wanted to bring this up. Some of you guys asked me about X-Trig clamps. That's, that's not a not problem. Either. Like Adrian sponsors the show. We do some stuff with Adrian. But X-Trig, really good product. Yeah. I like it. They look really good. And I tell Adrian this thing. I go, your old clamps are too stiff. So I was out on his older clamps. At least his new style clamps are getting better. Um, but X-Trig only sells it in a 23 or 25 offset. I had a 24, but I had a different stem. And I could turn the stem into a 24. Would you guys out there be able to feel like, hey, Kiefer, I want to put X-Trigs on my bike. You rode the X-Trigs. They're stiffer than the, yes. than the ride engineering ones. Noticeably different. Yes. Stiffer, yes. So if I had a choice, I would just run stock clamps. Yes. If I had to choose between an X-Trig and a stock clamp, I'd yep. just go in stock clamp. Yep. Um, X-Trig offset, like 23, 25. I honestly don't think you guys out there are going to put an X-Trig 23 millimeter setting in and be like, oh, the bike is calmer. It's not that much different. Hence the reason why I went to a 24, which I liked, um, but it was a little bit stiffer nature. Um, similar to like the engine mount feel where I was a little bit stiffer but was planted to the ground. That's kind of what I got in the 24 millimeter X-Trig clamps. But I doubt you guys can find the stem. I don't know if they're selling the stem to go inside that 23-25 option. If they do, Technical Touch would have it. So you can look that up, Technical Touch USA. Um, and I think the X-Trig clamp that they sell, the 2325 version, is a thicker, taller clamp. Sorry, I shouldn't say thicker. Taller clamp. So you have to adjust your fork height accordingly. So if you have a 3-millimeter fork height setting in your ride clamps or your stock clamps, they would be different in the X-Trig clamps because of the height difference. Mm-hmm. And that is because X-Trig hasn't updated that clamp to what Yamaha has done to their clamps. Gotcha, yeah. So just something for you guys out there. Just know that. Um, if you do get a, you do get an X-Trig clamp, 
get some mics out, measure that height, and then you can do the math and figure out what your fork height would be comparatively. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, reliability, Dave. Okay. You just started your journey. Yeah. I've been on this journey a long time. But I've had Yamahas before in the past. Which has been great for you, correct? Yeah, no problems. <sighs> what about clutches for these bikes? This is where we're going, Dave. Okay. Dave. <laughs> clutches, Dave. Yes. Now, I've I've talked to Yamaha owners like, I have 30 hours. It's good. I can't do it. I know. You go six. KTM? comes out black. I can do it. KTM clutch, not a problem. 30 hours? Sure. I ride the same way with the KTM as I do the Yamaha, but the Yamaha clutch, I can't do it. And they they slip, they fry, and it's bad. And when a, when a it's different when a Yamaha clutch slips versus other bikes. You don't really notice it slipping, but you just know that like my bike feels like it's slow. Other slippages, that's a word, Dave. Okay. On the KTM K- Kawasaki, you can be like, oh yeah, my clutch is slipping right away. But you really got to pay attention to the Yamaha because it's so free feeling. It spools up so quick that that slip doesn't happen until higher RPM. You're like, oh, shit. Usually when you feel the clutch slip on another bike, it's on lower RPM. You're like, oh, yeah, my clutch is smoked. On the Yamaha, it's like at the top end of the RPM. So you got to pay attention to that, but they will not last long if you like to use the clutch. Mm -hmm. Even if you don't, I would still recommend 15 hours. Yeah. Put it in there. Make sure by, you, you'll put a clutch in. You'll be like, holy shit, this is way better. Okay. Henson makes awesome baskets, pressure plates, and then plates. So just the plates alone will help a little bit. I do like the Henson plates. Stock basket, Henson clutch You can plates. still run Henson plates with okay. a stock basket. You okay. can do that. Um, and vice versa. You can put a Henson basket in and run stock OEM plates. You can do that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nonetheless, adding the basket and pressure plate will increase life a little bit and make it a little bit better for rear wheel bite and traction. It won't slip as much. So more money. It's always money. 22 YZ450. Didn't need it. Ran a stock basket. That Just fried lasted. the clutch every 10 hours. 10 hours. Okay. It was 10. Okay. And, I, and I, what's weird is original time spent on the 23 YZ450, I got longer time on the new clutch versus the 22. But then once it's broken in, it's less time for me. So you, you're you going to go on a journey right now that's probably going to last you 20, 25 hours, but you're, after that, yeah. you might need clutches more. Yeah. So what that is, because everything gets broken. I think so. Basket, I think the basket and everything gets, gets seat, and then maybe there's a little bit more play in there or uh, whatever. And back in, when we first started riding the 23YZ450S, we were putting KTM plates in it, but now that we actually have plates, mm. it, it, you don't need to do that. Okay. It's just you couldn't find Yamaha plates at the beginning, so you can gotcha. just put KTM plates in. And they weren't any better, people. So don't ask me for the part number. <laughs> they weren't any better. Um, okay, so there are some little things with the Yamaha. You just got to pay attention to the clutch. Um, look at um, these things aren't going to last 100 hours like the old style. Um, I've had some that uh, I've older Yamahas that my rod went through the cases. Um, it matters. You got to change your oil constantly, no matter how much you rev your bike. What three, four hours? You think? What oil? I go two. Yeah, you ride harder. I do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing three just to see what happens. Yeah, three engine hours. Three engine hours. And yes. that's what's great about what Dave said about the Yamaha Power Tuner app. It's all right there. Yeah, it's your phone. It's all it's in super there. easy. See, yeah, exactly. Keep track of it. Um, 
So use great. What do you use for oil? I've been using the Maxima stuff, okay. 1040. 1040, just premium. Yeah. So there is blood lubricants. So there's a synthetic that works good with this clutch. Um, however, I do like having um, just regular oil, no synthetics in with this clutch. It makes the clutch last a little bit longer. The oil does get dirtier quicker, so I do have to change it sooner. It's less slippier, right? So the clutch. So you run premium 1040 maximum. Yes, but yes. it's not a synthetic. It's not full synthetic, synthetic is lighter, it's slippier, right? So the reason why I went to that is because of my Honda, the Henson guy said, hey, do not run synthetic oil on your bike. Yeah. Henson's big on just running like correct, just regular, yes. you know, uh, yeah. what's what word I'm looking for? Just non-synthetic oil. Yeah. Um, so you guys can still do that. It does matter. There's great oil. Blood Lubricants makes a good synthetic oil that's like clutch saver, which is pretty good. So it adds a little bit um, of a different viscosity, so it saves the clutch a little bit more than their standard synthetics. Or you can just go to a premium-based oil like the Maxima 1040. Uh, I know there's Motul that I've ran at Aiden's Bikes. That was really good. Um, but Jeff and the guys over at Blood Lubricants do a good job on designing oils to help specific needs and they know that i needed to <laughs> save my clutch so they shipped me a case of this shit and it's not it's pretty good still six hours uh yeah it's still the same amount right, of time right, but i'm right. pulling the oil out at the same time and it looks good okay so unlike the premium 1040 it's yeah. black as shit yeah so gotcha. that's that's the difference um but overall you take care of yamaha it will take care of you threads um spokes wheels are all solid great um quality stuff I'm more of a blue guy over a white bike guy. Yeah, me too. Dave? Yeah, me too. Just white looks like dog shit too soon. Well, it just gets hammered so quickly. Yep. The blue, put some AC1 on it, looks brand new. Yep. Um, if you guys want some settings for this, I would just go back to my 23450 MX baseline settings. Look at that. It's the same stuff. Nothing has changed. The 24 fork and shock, same valving, same everything. Nothing's changed. I checked. There's nothing different. There is a plastic water temp sensor, the jacket. Yeah. Um, Chad at XPR has built an aluminum one. Yeah. I have broken one plastic one before. Um, so if you're looking to save that, if you were looking uh, riding off-road or roost, Chad over at XPR does sell aluminum water jacket. Um, so that is on my bike as well. Again, I'm running stock gearing for myself, 1349. Um, people always ask me, what chains do I run? I run DID Gold ERT3 chains. I don't run O-ring chains. Um, the, the chain sliders and guides, they last way longer than, besides KTM, I think they last the most. Yeah, the, Hondas do not last at all. Cowies don't last. So um, the guards, the guides aren't nearly as much as a KTM piece. KTMs are really expensive. Um, so there is that. There are some... Um, emails that I'm getting that the rear brake reservoir does go out. I've had one go out on me. Oh, yeah. So you might want to just make sure if you start feeling spongy rear brake, sometimes that brake reservoir um, just goes out. If it's a master cylinder. If you replace it? Yeah. Okay. Or you rebuild it, but yeah. I just replaced it. It used to happen on the Hondas a long time ago. Really? Yeah. It's re rebuild them. Huh. The ring something or an O-ring fails or something. Um. But yeah, that's pretty much the journey on the 24YZ450F, folks. If you have any questions, chris at kieferinktesting.com is the email. And the suspension is really good, by the way. I mean. For you, it's a little soft, I know. For my riding ability, it was actually great. Are you going to jack with it? I'm just going to have, I'm going to ride it for 15, 20 hours and mm -hmm. then have uh, um, REP yep. do the, just oil and 
uh, bushings and stuff like that. The Valvian's really good. So if you're anywhere between uh, 170 to 195, there's the Valvian is great. You might have to just respring it. Yes. Um, sometimes we talk about can you just respring with the Valvian inside of the Yamaha? Yes, you can. This Valvian will accept a heavier spring without getting harsh. So I don't think you need, Dave, a heavier wrist spring because this, the rear end of the the bike is kind of high and stiff to begin with. Like, you haven't even bottomed your bike yet. There's no black marks on your fender. I just did this last week at Mesquite. You just finally did? Yeah. So it was light brown. Is it black? It was like light brown. But yeah. then you rode it, and you bottomed it out. Oh, okay. And then Marsh. Marsh rode, rode it, it, and it's black. And it was Because <laughs> <laughs> he said he overjumped that triple. Oh. Just to see what it felt like. Yeah. I'm like, okay, thanks, you know. Yeah, but he, thanks for testing my bike, <laughs> dick. <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, yeah, I, I bought it at once. Uh, Yamaha does offer GYTR parts. It's really cool that Yamaha actually has uh, an accessory division that makes a whole shit ton of parts. Uh, clutch covers, stator covers. Um, they have full uh, heads. You want to make your faster? I don't know why you want to do that. No. I've ridden a GYTR Absolutely 450, not. and I was like, fuck that. I'm out. Unless I put a flywheel weight on it. I don't need it. That's just more money you're going to spend. I'll just run that bitch in third gear. Blah, blah, yeah. And then I would gear it to 1348. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go to Bonneville Salt Flats. Dude. It, it just No. So, But they do offer it. Yamaha Parts and Accessories Division. I used to be a part of the YPAD group in the early 2000s. They do make a lot of shit. They do test a lot. And their testing criteria meets or even exceeds the standard Japanese OEM division. So um, Yamaha's not going to let a GYTR part out that doesn't pass durability. So to me, it's as good as an OEM part. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. Again, questions, hit me up on my email. Dave, do you have an email in case someone wants to ask you a personal question? Yep. David M, as in Mary, underscore 74 at yahoo.com. Mm. That was your fireman one. Uh, that's my personal one. You got a cat in the tree? All day? <laughs> you you want Dave to be on a calendar for your wife? Call him up. Yeah. Email him. Say, hey, lather him up in some oil. It's happened before. I'm sure Steph wouldn't care. No, she wouldn't. She'd be fine with it. Whatever. Yeah. Right. <laughs> or if you have a wife that snores at night, keeps you up, hit me up as well. No. I'm actually looking outside of the studio right now, and I'm watching uh, Aiden wash my bike, and it doesn't look good, dude. No. You want to peek around and see what he's doing? Oh, boy. Maybe we should do a tutorial on how uh, teenagers should wash motorcycles. Actually, that is better than what he used to do, man. At least it's on its side. Okay, at least he's, you know. I know that we should do a YouTube, uh, you know, tutorial about how to wash a motorcycle properly. Yeah. With David Martinez. Because well, God knows, ain't no one shining anything up as much as you there, brother. That's true, but I just use this <laughs> SC1. Works really well. Uh, SC1 is good. It is good. Just don't, don't put on your graphics. Don't put on your radio shrouds because you'll. Start. Remember you used uh, to do that? You're like, <laughs> yeah, I put, when I was fucking a teenager, Dave, I put WD-40 on everything. The exhaust? Everything. <laughs> seat, bars, tires. Um, never I heard the gave seat. Zero fucks, dude. How old, how old were you? Oh, 12, 13. My gosh. You know how you are. You come home from school. You want to ride. Yep. But you can't because maybe something's wrong with your bike. So you what start, do you do? Start cleaning it. You clean it. Yep. And then you fucking get that WD-40 out. And my dad, I just remember my dad putting the WD-40 on the rag, folding the rag, yep. oh, yeah. all over the rag, and then just wipe down the bike. My dad did the same thing. And then, of course, what would you do? We ride in the desert, right? Yep. First five minutes, 
fucking white. <laughs> just stick to it. Just <laughs> dust. And then Brillo Pad with WD forty on the on the pipe. Remember those? Just oh. to make it look so good. Like show up to the track just all like brand new. Like, Did you ever grease your lip of your filters when you were younger? Yeah. You all the time. My dad said to do that. It's a desert trick. Yes. Yes. My dad was pissed one day because he took my air filter off. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> there ain't no there ain't no grease on your lip. I'm like, what? You better grease the lip. I'm like, grease the lip. He's like, yeah, you gotta put grease. And he had like the yeah. fucking ball bearing yeah. grease. Ball oh. rate. My dad did the same stuff, dude. A big all the way around it. And then the inside lip, you wouldn't put it in the inside. You keep like a little quarter inch so it wouldn't get inside the motor. How about the old school twin airs with the inner and the outer one? Oh my and you had you had to take the filters apart, yep. right? Yeah, you do two filters basically. That was Total. another drama part with me and my dad. I would only, I would only dip it in the FFT on the inner one, and then put the the lubed inner one on the oh. dry outer. Why do you need to fucking lube both, Dad? Yeah. Lube them both up. <laughs> you sucking dirt. You ain't gonna ride. <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah, you just suck dirt. I'm I like, Dad, the inner one's like all dipped in FFT. Nope, that's not gonna. It's gonna suck right. Through. See this? And he'd fucking put his finger in the boot and he'd wipe it. Yeah. See what I'm saying? And he'd look up. The, I mean, I don't. See, I'm looking at it like I don't see anything. Come over here. Come. Over. And he'd fucking put it in the light. You see this? And it was like a two specs. It's gonna kill your engine. <laughs> Sucking dirt in there. Sucking dirt. I don't cost think, me more money. I don't think you're supposed to do both. I think it was too much oil. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, why are you found so many fucking plugs? <laughs> Why you found so many plugs, Dad, man? I don't know, man. I'm fucking dipping my whole bike in FFT. My dad told me to. I don't want my bike. Does, my bike doesn't run, Dad. You started, man. You started. What the fuck is wrong with this thing? And, and then I would get yelled at. What's yeah. wrong with this thing? I, I don't know. I I just cleaned the filter. You put too much on it. You didn't ring it out right. And then he would show me how to fucking ring it out. And I'm like, I can't win. Dude, that's... My dad was the same way, man. And then I think about that with Aiden. Like, I'm on Aiden's ass sometimes, and I think about, I'm like, oh, my God, dude. What if I'm like my dad? But your dad had good reason to. <laughs> Can you imagine the track? <laughs> dad, I'm fouling plugs. Get that BR9EG out. Oh, dad, all this guy's a BR9EV. What the fuck? <laughs> the Gs are less expensive. The EVs are like eight bucks a... Dude. Oh my gosh! The G's Dude. are ninety nine cents. Am I Dad, I'm there? fouling them. Yeah, <laughs> the oil on the filter. <laughs> did you gap uh, your spark plug right? Remember gapping this? Did you ever gap your plug? Oh yeah, my dad. The whole thing. Oh my god! You can't do it too hard. You want to break the electrodes? You have to just. Okay, we're good. I don't know what it was. Point five. Point zero five. Point zero zero two five. Okay, there you go. That's what my gap was. Gosh, dude, I, I need a gap pad. There's what I should do. <laughs> The snoring, maybe. I don't know. Let's leave you with the soothing sounds of Heather Kiefer. Hold on. Oh, my God. Hold on, everybody. All right. Well, hey, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. Um, I'm going to uh, – what am I going to do? Uh, we're going to probably go do Kawasaki intro here in a couple weeks. Mm -hmm. And I have to go to Spain for a test. You said Thanksgiving. Yep, so I'm out on that. And um, But we'll be back with another show next week. Mm -hmm. um, I think we're going to do a little fun show. And uh, – She's just out, dude. She's out. When Heather uh, goes to the track with me, she's more tired than I am when I ride all day. Yeah. 
It just burns her out. I think the lap time she does with you and Aiden just doesn't. Uh, she doesn't like. I don't like when she times me, Dave. Oh, I know. She fucking cheats, Dave. <laughs> we know. I don't like it. I'm a little curious. I went three seconds lap faster in one lap. Thank you. How did Aiden get a second faster when he screwed up two corners? I don't know. I don't know. Hey. Doesn't make sense. Thank you for joining us, guys. See you next week. Later.